Hello and welcome to Kiwi Rider Podcast. My name's Ray Heron and you join me on a very special episode. I think I feel like I say that every single episode, but this episode really is. It is a Ducati special. We are at Motomart right now where tonight uh, Sam McCafferty, designer of the Ducati Street Fighter V2 and a Wellington boy, a New Zealander, is going to be unveiling not only the first of that bike in New Zealand, but his version of it. Uh, so Motomart have a very special demo, and they emailed him and said, Sam, what is the list of modifications, add-ons, if you like, that you think we should put on this bike? So it is Sam's special. It is the Motomart Ducati Street Fighter V2 demo, and he's going to be unveiling that tonight, as well as a few other speakers. We're going to catch up with a few people from around the traps, and then tomorrow, later in this episode, as, as you're listening, but tomorrow, we're going on a ride with Sam McCafferty and a stack of Ducati New Zealand club members. Looking forward to it. Let's go. Uh, so catching up with Ange. Ange, you are the president of the, the Ducati Club? Ducati Official Club. There you go. Uh, where are you based? I'm based in Auckland. And you come down to Wellington for this event? Yep. yep. Brilliant. Um, tell me about the Ducati Official Club. So we're a club basically of enthusiastic uh, Ducati owners. Uh, we span all across New Zealand. Uh, we have 629 members all over New Zealand at the moment. Uh, and basically it's just a club for connecting Ducati lovers from all over the place. We come together, we ride together, we laugh together, and we have fun. What sort of stuff do you do? You go weekend rides, day rides? Yep, so we have directors in, uh, in a lot of the regions around uh, New Zealand. Uh, we do rides, we do monthly uh, meetings. Um, at those meetings, you can win prizes. Um, yeah, we're just a whole lot of good buggers that get together and hang out. And what do you ride? I ride a V4 Panigale. How long have you had that? Uh, about a year and a half. It's got 30,000 k's on it now. Did you get it new? Yes. So in 18 months you've done 30,000 k? Mm, basically, yep. That's commitment. Well done. <laughs> Thanks. Um, and, and what is, is that your is that your forever bike or what are you looking at? Uh, well, I guess the secret's out. Uh, I've actually... I'm actually waiting on my new bike, which is sitting over there in the corner. It's just waiting for SA Source. What, what is it? It's a V4 Panigale this year's. Very nice. Hey, well, thanks for um, making the trip down and making today's event so special. Uh, thanks to um, all your members for coming along here tonight. And um, are these your T-shirts, the Wellington ones? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are all Motormark ones, um, and all of these other ones are all Ducati uh, branded ones. Whole lot of merchandise. Yeah, it's all pretty cool. I didn't, I didn't know that. I didn't know that Cardo made a um, a Ducati branded pack talk bold. Amazing, isn't it? It's pretty cool. It's pretty damn cool. Hey, um, if anyone's um, you know got a got a passion for for Ducati or Ducati, as I'm getting told it's <laughs> pronounced, uh, and they want to know more about the club, how do they get in touch with with your team? So the easiest way is to go on the internet, uh, docnz.co.nz, that's D-O-C-N-Z 
www.ulcoe.nz. Have a look on there, check it out, get in contact, uh, and we would love, yeah, to have any Ducatisti join our club. Looking forward to meeting anyone. Coming for a ride tomorrow? Yes. Looking forward to it. Yeah, amazing. I think it's going to be my first ride on a Ducati. Is it? What are you going to be riding? I think I'm going to be riding a Multistrada. I think it's the 900 version, not the big boy. Ah, ooh, nice, nice. <laughs> So I've just uh, annoyed uh, Alana from Ducati. I'm learning the pronunciation. Is that is that close? It's pretty close. See, when I was when I was a kid at school, it was just Ducati, man, and that was the poster on the wall. Ducati. Ducati. Um, Unless you're in America, and then it's Ducati. Um, how do they say it? Ducati. Du yeah, let's not talk about Americans. <laughs> hey, uh, you, you're over from Australia. Yes, I am. I came over for the first time since. The subsidiary launched two years ago, so COVID's kept us um, at a distance, but we're here and it's nice to see so many Ducati riders and Ducati owners and passionate fans of Ducati in one room again. Now we're going to catch up with Sam McCafferty, designer of the Street Fighter V2. He's just unveiled his version of it. What are your thoughts? I'm a bit of a fan of the Street Fighter V2. Yeah? Yes. It is definitely one of my favourites for 2022. What do you ride? What's your pick? That's a tough choice. Very tough choice. Um, I love the Multistrada V4. I am a big fan of the Street Fighter. I can't really go past a monster, but at the moment I have a Super Sport. Beautiful. Um, I think I'm getting my first ride on a Ducati uh, tomorrow. Are you coming for the, uh, for the jaunt? No, I'm going back to Sydney. What are oh. you riding for? I think they're hooking me up with a Multistrata, the 900 version, the, the smaller V2. one. The V2. That's the, the new one. V2. Oh, yeah. I hear good things. I haven't ridden it myself, but I hear good things. Uh, can we pump you for any information? What's happening in the world of Ducati at the moment? <laughs> Apart from, obviously, the V2 and, um, sorry, the Street Fighter V2 and Motomart here, I hear it's, uh, they were expecting to have to wait a bit longer for a demo, but they've got a demo version now, which is Sam's version. They do have a demo version now, so people can have a test ride of the Street Fighter V2. There's lots happening in the world of Ducati, so we are patiently awaiting the Desert X, the arrival of Desert X. Oh, yes, I can't wait for that one. Yeah, so that's I'm, I'm a bit of an adventure guy myself. So, yeah. so that's pretty exciting um, for Australia and New Zealand because it's definitely the market and the terrain for the Desert X, so that's pretty exciting. Um, we are... Working through, working up towards World Ducati Week, which is happening in July, which is very exciting at Masano. So that will be wonderful. Um, of course, there's a lot happening in World Superbikes and MotoGP. So there's never a dull moment when it comes to Ducati. Do we have any idea when the Desert X might hit the country? Desert X should be here towards in New Zealand, probably towards the end of August. End of August, right. I'll, I'll clear my schedule. Clear it up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thank you very much for, uh, one, making the time to uh, have a chat tonight, two, being here today, and three, making this or being part of this awesome event. No, thank you very much, and thank you to all our, our New Zealand supporters that have been so passionate and loyal.
So catching up with uh, Ian Shiner, dealer principal here at Maramat in Lower Hutt. Uh, we've just had the um, the unveiling of Sam's demo Street Fighter V2. You obviously got to see this before the fact. What are your thoughts? Oh, I think it's just a fantastic bike. I mean, the fact that Sam's had some input in producing you know, fitting it out, I should say, really, with, with the extras that he would choose. I mean, it was also a bit of a revelation to us all tonight that his very first ride was on it was going to be in his hometown. So, that's, um, you know, we're really happy for him to, for that, to be honest with you. Um, but um, we've got very high hopes for this bike. I think it's a great, you know, real-world motorcycle for New Zealand. So, you know, we've had a hell of a lot of interest in it. We've got a lot of pre-sold units, and I think that now people can see it and touch it, that's going to grow. You guys, as far as Ducati goes, you've got a lot of stock here. Um, I, I see there's a, a, a Multistrata V2 over there that that is sold, but there's another one sitting there ready to go. Yeah, we've, um, we've got quite a, a good position with Ducati in New Zealand, and uh, it's because that Kent and Gareth, my sales team, have really put some effort into our pre-ordering. We've, we've We've got a, a passion for Ducati and we've spent a lot of time thinking about it. We've got to know our customers and what they want to buy and what they've told us they're excited about. And we've tried to pre-order that. I mean, in this pre-COVID, post-COVID world, it's, it's hard to get motorcycles. Anybody will tell you that. But, you know, we've tried to, to second guess it, I suppose you'd call it, and, and order bikes in advance. We, we took all the 659s that they had left because it's such a popular motorcycle in New Zealand you know we wanted to you know be in that segment as long as we could um, you know we're hoping that Ducati are going to bring us something new in that in that lamb sector but we're amazed to be seen but um, you know we, we just uh, as we precluded earlier we're, we're, we're expanding that side of the, of the dealership we're, we're expanding Ducati so um, yeah, we're really um, committed to that brand and, and, you know, part of that is getting your stock right. Absolutely. So with all the bikes that you've got here and all the bikes in the Ducati range, what's your pick? Oh, now there's a tough question. For I know you like a big engine. I do like a big engine. It's true, I do like a lazy motorcycle. I, I love the new V4 Multistrada. It's a great machine. Um, and globally, it's been a massive hit for Ducati and, and certainly for us locally as well. We've sold lots of those. I've got to say, my favourite Ducati in the range is actually the 800 Desert Sled. I, I love that bike. I think it's it's stripped down cool. It's got a good retro look and vibe. It, it, they've... The styling for me hits the mark. I just, I love it to ride. It's a bike you can, because it's an 800, you can ride it quite hard, if you see what I mean, without, you know, massive nutty terminal speeds. It's it, it's just fun. It's just, a, it's just a great bike. Most of the riding I do these days is, you know, the odd grab Sunday afternoon, and I just find it a fun thing to ride. My my wife often comes with me, so there's room for her on the back, and it's for her, and yeah, I just think it's cool. I just, I think it's a cool bike, and so yeah, that's my pick. You know, not you know, relatively speaking, on the cheaper bikes they do, but still, I think it's got a real, really good feel. I like it.
So the Desert X on the uh, horizon, I'm told late August, is that kind of where you're leading as a, as a newer model maybe? Yeah, I'm really excited to try that. I mean, Ducati have put a lot of effort into this bike. I mean, you know, it's they've identified it as a segment that they really want to represent in. And, you know, I think, again, masses of interest in it already before we've even seen one. Um, I think that, you know, from what I've read about it, um, that um, it's going to do the job. Um, Looks fantastic with those twin headlights. Yeah, I mean, what a cool, real Dakar vibe, isn't it? You know, they've, they've certainly, you know, found the spot there. And, and um, yeah, I, I, I've got very high hopes for that. I think... I think the, real, the only real trouble is going to be, which has been a, a bit of a reoccurring thing, is actually getting them. This is, that's going to be the problem. Satisfying the demand, you know, it's, um, it's, that, that's, that's, that's going to be the problem. But, um, yeah, looking forward to riding one. All right, Ian, thank you very much for um, putting on this event tonight. Thanks very much to uh, the Ducati Club of New Zealand uh, for being here. And um, thank you to your bosses for paying the bill for the bar tab. <laughs> well, you're very welcome. Thank you for coming. It's always good to see you, mate. And, um, yeah, we're just stoked to a great attendance. I mean, whenever you put these sort of events on, there's always a bit of trepidation. What are we just going to be standing here by ourselves with a ton of pizza? But that's not so bad. But, um, <laughs> but no, it was, it was, it, it's gone really well. You know, it's late. People are still here. So, um, yeah, we'll kick them out soon. <laughs> Time to catch up now with Kent, who is a salesman here at uh, Moto Mart. G'day mate, it's a busy night here tonight. Yeah, there's been a, quite a few people turn up. There's a lot of people on bikes. That's why we've got 0% beers and light beers. And yeah, shit, over 100 people. It was fantastic. I came here on my bike, which I won't say the brand of at the moment, but I hit it round the back because there were some big Ducati flags at the front and I couldn't do that. It was probably because there was too many bikes parked out the front, to be <laughs> fair. But, um, yeah, it's a good idea hiding that away. One, one day we'll get you on a good brand. Uh, speaking of one day, uh, tomorrow there's a bit of a ride happening. Yep, there sure is. Um, we're going to have... So far there's over 30 confirmed just for a local Ducati ride. You know, just test out this new V2 Street Fighter and go for a blast. Have we still got a, uh, a Multistrada for a bit of a cruise? Or has that uh, been sold? Got a Multistrata, mate. Multistrata V4S. We're going V4. Yep, and can even put on the heated seats and the heated grips. Oh, beautiful. Hey, what's your pick of the uh, Ducati range at the moment for you? What, what would you take out if you could take anything here or anything in the lineup? It is a, it is a good question. Um, availability is a bit of an issue. Um, but the V2 Street Fighter demo, you know, that, I mean, Sam's one. Yeah, Sam's one. It's it's awesome. It just truly is awesome. It's a nice riding position, you know, it's comfortable. Um, and it's got plenty of get up and go. Look, would I like a V4? Perhaps on some days. But the V2, I love, I love twins, so absolutely. Brilliant. Well, Kent, thank you very much for uh, putting the uh, event on today. Thanks to, uh, to everyone for being here and thanks for the, the bar tab. No, absolutely. Pleasure, mate. <laughs> Wasn't on my dollar. Um, I'd say thank you to Richard Masson, the owner, for that. But, um, yeah, Peroni's a pretty good beer. We'll go for a cruise tomorrow. Cheers, mate. Catch ya. Right, go. So we catch up now with uh, the man himself, Sam McCafferty. G'day, Sam. Hey, how you going? Hey, we last talked at uh, Shiny Side Up, middle of the night over in Italy, and you um, you made time to have a chat with us. 
yep. No, it was the middle of the night, but you know that's kind of what my schedule looks like these days between New Zealand and Italy. Now you are the the what do we call you? The lead designer? Just the designer? Uh, lead designer works well. Yeah, yeah. Lead designer of the Ducati. Uh, Street Fighter V2, and I'm working on my pronunciation, Ducati. Ducati, Ducati, yeah. I mean, my accent kind of butchers it as well, but uh, I think I think uh, it's, it's all good what you're saying. Now, we've got a demo here. Uh, this is the Motormart demo that uh, you're going to be riding in the ride tomorrow. I'm going to be on a uh, Multistrata V4, which I'm quite excited about. Um, talk us through the Street Fighter V2 and the additions that, the list of additions that you gave to the team at Motormart to put on this bike. Well, I think um, I wanted to keep true to the original piece I designed, but I think where you can, you, you put the carbon fibre on if they're willing to spend the money. So, you know, the carbon front fender and rear fender, which isn't actually there, but that was under the list. And also the um, small parts like the, the foot guards. But also, you know, the I've always been a huge fan of the 1199 pipes and to put the exhaust pipes right back under the, the engine is, is something I, uh, I'm really into. So... Um, yeah, and then also the monoposter tail. I think the uh, the bike always looks better with a monoposter. So it's only me riding it. Brilliant. Um, yeah, at Shiny Side Up, we had a chat. Uh, we asked you, have you ridden this bike yet? And I think the answer was no at the time because you still didn't have an Italian motorcycle license. Have you got that license yet? No, I haven't got the license yet. It's still the same old issues. Um, and then with the impending trip coming back here, it was... I saw the opportunity to ride a bunch back here, so uh, it's, it's first on the list when I get back, but yeah. So you still haven't ridden the Street Fighter V2 yet? Not yet, no. Oh. Um, we're off tomorrow over the Remutakas and out to Wadadapa, as far as I understand. Do you know the route? No. I got explained to me the other day, but I'm a bit lost on Wellington these days, so uh, no, I don't know the route. Are you looking forward to it? Absolutely. I was out there the other day on a Multi V4, actually, and uh, maybe the one you're riding tomorrow, and uh, just absolutely... Incredible, incredible. Great roads, great bike, great weather for the most part. But yeah, it was, it was cool. All right, so take take out of the equation that this bike standing in front of us right now is your baby. Think about the entire range available from Ducati. Yeah. What's your pick? I think I'm taking a Panigale, the V4, maybe the SP2 these days. Uh, I've always been a sports bike guy. Um, and after riding, spending quite a bit of time on the V2, um, in the past a couple of Kawasaki's mid-range, mid-level 636's I think I'd have to go for maybe the, the Panigale V4 and I love the new SP version, super nice super super nice Is there anything in the pipeline that you can talk about at the moment? <laughs> Nothing I can really talk about at the moment uh, specifically but you know, as a bike fan I'm pretty excited to see what's coming up so, um, Desert X, do you have any input on that? Nope, no, desert, no input on the Desert X, that was a, a designer um, called Jeremy Farrell uh, who's a very good friend of mine and a, one of the best designers I've ever met. Um, Tell him from us that we love that twin headlight design. <laughs> it's cool, eh? it's really cool. No, that, that was actually a bit of a dream dream project, I think, because he did the sketch and he's very much a guy that sort of loves that kind of bike. And so in a way, it's him sketching his ideal bike and then everybody else loved it at the factory as well. And then from there, um, the dream became a reality. So as a designer, that's a really cool project to see come to light. Um, you know, even if I didn't work on it, um, it's, it's cool to see. There is a few bits from the 950 which I designed on that bike, with a clutch cover for example, but I can't really claim that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Sam McCavity, designer of the Ducati Street Fighter V2. Hey, thank you very much, firstly, for your time tonight, both coming to have a chat here and talking to us on the podcast. Um, so thank you very much for coming along, and I look forward to catching up and hearing your thoughts on your bike tomorrow after the ride. Yeah, we'll have a chat. We'll have a chat afterwards, and I'll give you the, the first... first 
first opinions. Winter riding tips. With Protector Insurance, they have your back, even in the worst conditions. While riding in winter, increase your visibility in following distance. Increasing visibility simply means looking further down the road, helping you recognise hazards before they occur. Increased visibility allows you to react to a potential threat well in advance, and this is more important in winter when traction is limited from the cold roads. A good rule of thumb is to always look as far ahead as you can and anticipate any hazards. Think about your position on the road. Position yourself so you can be seen, but also think about the contact patch of your tyres. Riding in the wheel tracks of the vehicles in front of you is a good idea to avoid any wet or oily patches. As for following distance, open it up. Maintain a few car lengths of space ahead of you, allowing you to react to hazards while still being smooth on the brakes. Think about an exit plan for any situation you find yourself in. Think, if this person does that, where do I go? Remember that not only does your motorcycle have a harder time braking on slippery winter roads, so do other cars. Let the car tailgating you pass by. Some sources say wearing a high-vis vest is a good idea, especially in low-light conditions. And finally, consider a Ride Forever course in winter months. There is a lot to learn, and you don't know what you don't know. Winter Riding Tips With Protector Insurance Insurance for motorcycles by motorcyclists. See protectorinsurance.co.nz for a quote today. That's P-R-O-T-E-C-T-A insurance.co.nz We are gearing up. It is a gorgeous blue sky Saturday morning. Uh, We've got a lot of bikes around us, uh, mainly Ducatis, but a few others. And uh, I have just straddled for the first time ever my first Ducati. I am riding what appears to be, to me I would say, a gunmetal grey Multistrada. And I'm on the V4 version, you know, the big boy. So that's quite exciting for me. Uh, from here, we've got probably, I'd say, about 20 bikes, and we're going to ride over the Rimutakas to Martinborough. So I'm going to enjoy this bike, and I will talk to you very soon. Well, she's a beautiful day in Martinborough, and we've just ridden over the Rimutaka Hill and out to the Martinborough Square. My first ever ride on a Ducati. I was riding the Gunmetal Grey Multistrada V4. And wow, what a beautiful bike it is. It's got cruise control, which most people know I love. It's also got adaptive cruise control, so it's real easy to ride. Feels beautiful. Clutch and brake levers are uh, ex- exceptional. Um, power up the yin yang it revs out to about 11 12,000 and it's just a very very linear power curve all the way out there all electric big TFT color display uh, rider modes uh, heated seat which was beautiful as well as heated grips yeah definitely love that bike I'll tell you more about that shortly Sam you've just ridden your very own bike the Street Fighter V2 what do you reckon Oh, it's cool, man. There's a few things I'm glad I did at the last, uh, during the design phase, sort of towards the end of the project, that paying dividends now. But yeah, super happy with it. Feels comfortable, it's quick, and uh, yeah, good feeling. Good feeling all around. Is it, is it, was it, was it brisk going over the hill? 
Yeah, it's brisk. Yeah, yeah, for sure it's brisk. <laughs> brisk in terms of uh, speed of the bike and also brisk in terms of how cold it is right now. But, um, no, fantastic. So we've just done, what, like 50, 60 kilometres. Is it, we stopped at Martinborough, obviously. Is it, did you need to stop? Was it comfortable enough to keep going? What do you, what, what's your backside feeling like? No, the backside's fine. It's, uh, there's, no, there's no issues. You keep riding. It's fun. Brilliant. And any idea how many Ks you get out of the tank? You, you're kind of asking the question of how much gas you've got at the moment. Well, and everybody asked me questions. I forgot to ask actually how much gas was in the tank when I took it away. But um, you get about 160k out of it, I think. So and the gas that's not on yet, so it should be totally fine. Brilliant. Oh, thanks. And usually I'd set the trip meter, but I just completely forgot. So. Uh, when there's so many bikes around, you all taking off at the same time. It's a bit like shit, shit. Let's go. Yeah, exactly. That's the one. <laughs> All right, let's talk Multistrada 4S. Uh, let's see if we can work out some of the electrics in this thing. So we've got a massive TFT display, colour TFT display. So we've got keyless start. The key is in my pocket. We've got a push-button ignition, which fires up the TFT display. And uh, nice wide bars. We've got the radar sensing people around you. So you've got in the wing mirrors, you can tell when somebody's kind of in your blind spot off to the left or the right uh, back quarter. Let's cycle through the TFT. So we have a heated seat, high, low. We've got a lap timer, a settings menu. With the Ducati Connect app, you've got volume control. You can change your music and all that sort of stuff on the fly. Uh, adaptive cruise control with a few different settings so you can be closer or further away from the person in front of you uh, and then phone and, and a few other things. so if I hit the mode button we can go through our, our rider modes we've got uh, oh, by the looks of things urban sport touring and enduro and then in each one of those you can change your your engine responsiveness your traction control ABS wheelie control your front suspension rear suspension your preload uh, and DQS which I haven't quite worked out what that is now at the moment then I've got a button on my left hand switch gear for the um, the suspension. So I've got rider, rider with baggage, rider with passenger, rider with passenger and baggage, and then auto leveling. And that just sorts out your, um, I guess, your ride height uh, and possibly a little bit of your um, other bits and pieces. I'm going to talk to you while we've got ride because we're carrying on now. Uh, looks like we are carrying on to our next, which is about 15 minutes down the road. Uh, the screen up the front is um, adjustable, and I can adjust it while I'm riding as well, which is really good. Um, cruising out here to Martinborough, I haven't noticed. Actually, I did notice that it was um, in the high setting. There was no buffeting on my helmet. realized halfway out here that I actually had my visor half open, but I had no wind inside my visor, which was beautiful. Really nice. Um, there are a lot of buttons on the switch gear. But it all makes sense, and I like it. Uh, not not as many crazy buttons as like the um, Pan America, but it all it all makes sense. Um, it's it's lovely linear power. I mean, what is it like a twelve hundred cc engine? It's decent size. It's got a decent donk to it. There's power all over the rev range. Even in sixth, you're doing about four to five thousand RPM, and you can. You can accelerate. You can pass at sixth. Loads of torque. 
It's got wheelie control, so you can set how much wheelie you want to be allowed to have. Let's go into wheelie control now. No, apparently I can't. We are leaving. Won't worry about that. We'll talk a bit more about that later. But pulling away, there's no horrible vibrations. It's a very smooth engine. Not a lot of torque below three and a half thousand rev, but she absolutely sings when it gets higher. Now I'm riding the gunmetal grey one with a complete factory um, exhaust setup. The whole bike is just factory. Um, so it's very quiet, but you get it up around six, seven thousand plus RPM and it really sings. You can hear that exhaust tone. It gets a little bit of a snarl to it. It's got a quick shifter up and down. I haven't had a lot of experience with quick shifters. I kind of expected it to be a bit smoother than it is. Downshifting under deceleration is pretty smooth. Um, going up through the gears. I mean, you just hold the throttle and click the gears up, but I expected it to be a little bit smoother. Um, has it got self-cancelling indicators? Yes, it does. Look at that. Get the indicator, go into the corner, and then it turns itself off automatically. Beautiful bike to ride. You, you, just, you get this vibe that it's a luxurious bike. It's so smooth. Heated grips, the grips have three settings as well as off. Uh, the heated seat has two settings, high, low, and then off. Hit it in high coming over the room. Tuckers, I actually had to uh, to turn it down to low. It was it was almost too warm. Um, forgot what it's like to have heated grips. They're nice, but it just reminds you how cold the rest of your body is. <laughs> what else can we play with while we're settings menu, riding mode? Sport, yep, that's, yep, engine, no, can I go back, wheelie control, alright, wheelie control is at level 2, let's put it down to level 1, DQS, what's that, ah, oh, that's the quick shifter, okay, dynamic quick shifter, preload, we'll get out of that now, here we go, we're off again, sounds like it's at higher revs, when it's at 5,000, but it goes up to, well, red line is 10, and it will go up to 12. So, I don't know. I guess it's just getting used to the bike, getting used to what it does. Economics-wise, the seat is comfortable. I haven't once gone, oh, I'd like a softer seat. That's very, very comfortable. Uh, the pegs are below me. Nice placement. I think they're wide enough. Um, if I was to buy this bike, I'd probably do a little bit of adjustment when it comes to the brake and gear levers, um, you know, their placement. Uh, but they're very smooth. It's not a, it's a very, very smooth gearbox. I guess that's the, the main word on this bike is that it is smooth. Everything is just lovely and nice. Uh, the, the, the wing mirrors are huge. Not visibly huge, but looking in them, you get a good view behind you. I don't have to drop a shoulder or drop an elbow to see past them. They're beautifully placed. So much nice about this bike. It just is, and it does, and it, and it is how it should be, I think. It's nice. 
It's really nice. Um, when you look at it, parked on the side of the road, you get this kind of impression. Okay, old, old mate in the ute's not even going to indicate. You look at it parked on the side of the road, and you get this impression that it's a big bike. And looking at it, like the tank is huge in front of me, but that all melts away. It's quite a nimble bike. It's not. It doesn't feel heavy. You stand it up. Easy to push into turns. Currently in fifth, doing 100 kilometers an hour at a fraction below 5,000 RPM. And it definitely is not struggling. What a wafts along. It's it just it's so stable under almost every condition. You look down at the speedo and realize you're going just a bit quick, but you wouldn't know looking. You know, out through the windshield of the bike, you just you just doing what you do, and then suddenly, oh, hang on, it's uh, quite a bit quicker than I feel like I'm doing. But a hundred, fifty, it all feels the same. No wind. The windshield is beautiful, actually. I'm doing a hundred and ten right now, and I've got very very little buffering or buffeting off the windscreen. There's no vibration whatsoever ring mirrors are stable as I can put this into cruise control now which I have take my hands off the bars altogether I can actually steer this bike with my hips we're going around a right hander now sure it's a it's an easy right hander a constant bend I've got no hands on the bars we're just doing it it's so stable it's really nice and then the active uh, cruise control sees what's in front of you and slows you down. I've probably got maybe a second and a half, only a full brake's two second roll, but I've got a second and a half to the rider in front of me. The active cruise control, cruise control set to 110, but active cruise control's brought me down to 50 and it's just controlling me along. Long Bush Road now from out the back of Martinborough. Temperatures 12 degrees, not a cloud in the sky, no wind. It's brisk, especially in the shaded areas. Dropped down to 11 there. Good frost this morning, but uh, that's definitely burnt off, and now we're just dealing with wet roads. I think the lunch destination is uh, uh, the Gladstone Pub. Now, I've never ridden this bike before in my life. Never ridden the Ducati before in my life. And yeah, one bike's reasonably similar to the next. Fifth, and it's still accelerating. Oh, so good. The brakes are amazing. One finger braking, you touch that brake and she, oh, she grabs good. Yeah, real nice. Um, never ridden this bike before in my life. It's got 137 kilometers on it. Probably close to 100 of those are from me. And yet, it feels like an old friend. It feels like there's no learning curve. It just it just does. It is, it is motorcycle. I am motorcycle, hear me roar. Oh, I could get used to this. I think I say that with every bike. The honeymoon period on this bike would be longer than any other bike, though, I reckon. Like the honeymoon period on a Harley is not the Revolution Max engine. It's a couple of days. Honeymoon period on that Revolution Max, Harley, the Pan America, or the uh, Sportster S. That was about a, oh, close to a week. The Pan America was definitely a week. Sportster S maybe a bit, long, a bit shorter. This... Oh, honeymoon period would last a month, I reckon. This is beautiful. Less than 4,000 revs, and I'm just wind on the power. Suddenly, I'm up to 100 kilometers an hour. Easy.
Suspension's definitely soaking up all the bumps. There's nothing abrasive to the rear end at all. It soaks it up and just feels planted and fantastic. Okay, so the most abrasive thing on this bike is the quick shifter. It's not, it's not bad though. I just did a spurt there from third up to sixth. I think maybe it's more me and training myself to hold the throttle on. If you can hold the throttle on, then it will be smoother than if you chop the throttle like you would have to do to change up or down on a bike that doesn't have the quick shifter. I suppose you don't need to chop the throttle to change up, but definitely down. I bumped the grips uh, up to three, and I'm I'm almost getting too hot. I'm almost cooking my hands. Remember where the button is to turn that down while I'm riding. We're in a bit of twisty stuff here, and I don't really want to run off the road trying to drop my heated grips down. I think it was that button in there. Yeah, got it. Got it. Okay. So it's a button button on the right hand side. So a bit of a stretch to get it while you're holding the throttle though. Just drop that down to uh, the second heated grip level. It's pretty good. In the middle of winter you can't use full heated grips because you cook yourself. And I'm on the low heated seat setting. Oh, that was full throttle. Okay, I'm not going to tell you how fast I'm going for uh, for reasons. These Ducati riders do not muck around. If you want to see photos and videos of this ride, I've got a, a camera on me right now. Please do go to YouTube and search up MotoNZ uh, or go to MotoNZ.com and the photos will be up there as well as a full written review on this bike. I say full written review, but you know, like as, as full as it can be considering I'm really only doing probably 300 kilometers on it over one day. But I'm gonna to endeavor to get one of these or something similar from Ducati in the future. Or maybe we can uh, take it for a bit longer of a spin. Thanks very much Motor Mart as well for making this happen. If you're ever in the Lower North Island, anywhere near Wellington, pop in and see the team. Uh, full workshop, Ducati, Harley, BMW, plus parts. They got the full rivet range, quad lock I saw. Get yourself a Cardo. And incidentally, I'm recording this audio right now using the Cardo Pank Talk Edge. So this is the kind of quality you would expect to hear when um, talking to a riding buddy on a different motorcycle through the Cardo Pactor Edge, or in, or indeed the uh, the Freecom X systems, the X2 or the X4. Today I'm wearing my uh, Arrow Commander helmet and the Revit Dirt Series component jacket and pants, the H2O uh, H2O jacket and pants. A little bit cool. I've got a thermal t-shirt and long sleeve underneath, but it's fine. Pants have a uh, thermal layer in them, but the jacket doesn't, so you really need to layer up underneath. But given we're looking for a high of, I think, about 13 today, yeah, it'll be cooler in the shaded areas, and I figured it'll be all right. This bike is astounding. I don't... I mean, obviously, I'm not riding it right. I'm not really getting above 7,000 revs, so I've got another 7, 8, 9, 10, 3,000 revs to play with at the top end of the rev range. I'm not used to revving things out that hard. And so I'm not doing it. I've got a hydraulic clutch, uh, standard hydraulic brakes, of course, 
clutch is beautiful. I mean, you don't need it half the time with that quick shifter. Only a mile munching machine. That's so comfortable. You know, put it in 110, get out on State Highway 1. You could do... I reckon I could do Auckland to Wellington, no dramas. I reckon I could do Wellington to Dunedin, no dramas. Obviously, I'd need to stop a bit on that trip, but, um, on both those trips, really. They filled it up for me before I picked it up. I've done probably, a, still got a range of 195, so that was that 300-odd kilometres to a tank, at a guess. I haven't looked into the stats of this bike, so I don't know how much, you know, how big the fuel tank is or anything. Yeah, back to that screen. It's doing a brilliant job of keeping most of the wind off me. The wind shadow is hitting just above the peak of my helmet, so there's less disturbance, no noisy air there. It's not hitting me in the chest. Obviously, my arms stick out the sides of the screen a bit, um, so they're getting a bit of wind, but no major. Levers are in a nice place from factory. I've got the brake, two fingers on the brake, just resting there really well. Two or three fingers resting on the clutch, no dramas. What happens if I stand up? Whoa, my face. That's what makes you realise that you're, um, yeah, your windscreen's actually doing a really good job. I mean, I've still got my, my, my visor open, probably 10 centimetres. If I close it, that might make life easier to hear me, but um, not much difference, really. Yeah, Multistrada V4S. Beautiful bike. Best part of $40,000, plus on roads. Well, that, that actually raises a very good question. It's the money. Forty grand. For forty grand, you would expect to have a bloody amazing bike, and it is. I don't know if I would buy one and take it off road. I might do something like the Molesworth. It's probably capable with a decent set of tyres of doing the Rainbow, but I just don't know if I'd want to do that. Full of electronics. It's nice. It's pretty. It's it's just I don't know if it's. Well, the brakes are amazing, though. I just don't know if I would take it off-road. It's so nice. It's got a cool little pouch here. A little pouch, a little hatch. So you've got the fuel tank, your fuel cap. And just behind that, there's a little hatch with a USB inside it for your phone. My phone doesn't quite fit in there. Well, it does. It is squeezed. But um, it's a cool little hatch nonetheless. Probably without my bulky case, it would be real nice. Alright, so 15 degrees I think I saw was the max. Uh, it's a blue sky day, a few tufty clouds out there and I've just got back to Motomut in Lower Hutt on the Multistrada V4S. Kent, that is, a, that is a great bike, it's so smooth. Yeah, it's a lot of fun to ride that one. Um, have you... Uh, Thanks very much for lending me the bike and putting on the event last night and making everything happen because you're the dude that behind the scenes you're the one that was pulling all the strings well the puppet master is what they call me mate <laughs> no no worries Tess um that, that uh Multistrata I mean how popular are they are they running out the door yeah they are they're, they're sold really really well in our shop we've we've had a large supply of them we did that on purpose because the demand was there um, not so much in the, the Multistrata V4 standard without the, the really cool electronics. It's been the V4S that's sold in bucket loads for us. And it's won Bike of the Year numerous times, different magazines. So it's, I think it's probably the reason why. I can definitely see why. It's so smooth, ridiculously smooth. And uh, the adaptive cruise control is just beautiful. Yeah, it's got some bloody brilliant technology on it. 
what I really like is the simplicity of it. Like, if you want to change your suspension and go from a one-up riding to two-up to luggage, it's just a click of a couple of buttons. You want to change your ride mode, boom, you can do that. You want to fully customise that that urban mode or that, that sports touring mode or touring mode, it's done. It's just click, 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 done. And it's just obvious and clear and simple. It's, it's really nice. And it's all day comfortable, especially with the heated seat. I found uh, in high mode, too hot, but in low mode, beautiful. And uh, second, you know, middle mode, the two the two wavy lines as, as opposed to three on the heated grips. Yeah, it's awesome, eh? It's just, again, every, every different thing can suit someone. Um, and then the other person hates it. Um, so to have that kind of flexibility there is, is fantastic. How many um, how many Ducati demos have you got on the floor here at the moment? If uh, I can throw you in the deep end, total demos are probably sitting at about seven at the moment. Wow, that's a lot of bikes that people can come and ride. Yeah, it's great. So we've got a multi nine fifty, couple of multi V fours. We've got our Hypermotard. We've got a Monster. We've got a V two Street Fighter. And there's probably something else that I've forgotten. But, um, yeah, there's a really good range. It's it's fantastic. So there you go. If you're anywhere in the lower North Island, make your way to Lower Hut and uh, come and see the team at uh, Motomart. Check out the Ducatis. And, of course, they do uh, BMW and Harley as well. But that's uh, pretty much where we'll leave it. Uh, thank you very much for listening. I might give you some more thoughts on that bike as I cruise home. But thank you, Kent, for uh, having me. Beauty. Cheers, mate. I really appreciate it. So I'm back on my bike after having spent the morning on a brilliant, brilliant bike, a Ducati Multistrada V4S. That was that was an experience. That was a great, great experience. That was a brilliant bike. So smooth, high tech, but just couldn't take it off road. I just don't know if I could I could trust myself. I'd be so dark on myself if I dropped it. Only I'm used to riding a bike with a quick shifter as well. <laughs> oh boy, does the Tenere 700 feel antiquated after riding the Multistrada V4S. Are you acclimatized to another bike so quickly? I mean, I ride this bike, my Tenere 700, every day, but I spent the morning on the Multistrada and instantly the gear lever is too high, uh, it's clunky, the power response is different. I'm just noticing all these things. I tell you what, that cruise control, the active cruise control on the Multistrada is amazing. If, for example, you set the cruise control to, let's say, 55, you cruise along in 55, somebody in front of you starts doing 50, you just start doing 50. It can sense the car in front of you and it sets a distance which is changeable, three different levels of cha- of distance from a, to the car in front of you. And uh, it just maintains that following distance the whole time. Oh, good. But I'm a massive fan of cruise control to begin with. I love cruise control. Anyway, this is Kiwi Rider Podcast. Thank you very much for listening. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please do hit that like button. If you haven't, hit the dislike button. That seems to work too. Hit the subscribe button and we'll let you know when there's a new episode out, which is every Thursday. 
If you want to get hold of us, love to hear from you. You can email me, podcast at kiwirider.co.nz. We're on social media as well, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all of those. And just look for Kiwi Rider Podcast on any platform. Otherwise, I've been Ray. Keep the rubber side down, throttle on, and we'll catch you in seven days' time.